up with this list. Some of the whatever face podcast. Oh, but you at least got to get the name right. Is that not it? Whatever face is it? Is it that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Okay, whatever okay. face podcast. I thought you were just oh. missing it. I'm like Drew Holiday face, my yeah. main man. <laughs> My main man, Air Bonds. What's happening? Not a whole lot, man. Uh, I've known you. How long have I known you? Man, I knew you since I was making you run across the street and see if cars hit you. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah, you probably, man, I was back in them uh, PCA days. Yeah, we've known each other for a while. For a minute, for a minute. It had to be at least 30. And I I brought you up here because I don't want you to tap dance any longer. I'm I'm up here to hold your feet to the fire, and hopefully you hold mine to the same fire. I mean, definitely. You know that that that's what I'm going to do. All right, before we get started... Uh, oh, nigga, I, I'm not ducking. That's why you're here. You the one that's been ducking me. You know. <laughs> we gonna see what's up, though. <laughs> you, you the one that's been ducking me. But, all right. So, this is what, this is, I'm gonna go back a little bit just to catch people up. Um, I want to say my first experience with video games came from watching you. And the kids today call them Sherpas, and that's, like, the guys that are really good at video games and can help walk people through. And back then, you were that, and we didn't know it. We just we just watched you breeze through any Genesis game, any Super Nintendo game with ease. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've, I've had a knack for selling throughout my life. I ain't gonna hold you. Here we go. Ahead, go ahead. Here we go. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. Here we go. But my go that's my first experience um, interacting with you was video games. And I used to hate every time you came through because that means we had to give up, get up, the, get off the sticks and give you the controller. Or you would bring some crazy contraption that we hadn't seen in terms of video games. And then the TV was gone for the next two or three hours. So, yeah. I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that's where my uh, my earliest remembrance. Uh, I'm sure you were around way before that, but that's literally the first thing that comes to mind when I think um, how far we go back. Is yeah, this nigga was a sherpa of video games back in the day. And that's what they call him now. That's what they call him now. Wow, and I say, you know, I'm crazy time. Well, I sit and I watch my son become one of the people because now I can't beat him in no video game. Is he an Xbox or a PlayStation? Yeah, both, but he, like, really, you know what I'm saying, really into uh, PlayStation more. As he should be. Good choice. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. He don't want to hear the old stories that I got to tell him neighbor about it. Your son's a, I don't want to call him a dual threat athlete because he may be more than a dual threat, but I know he exceeds in football, for one. I'm sure he yeah. exceeds in everything else, but he couldn't have got that from you because you ain't a football player. Nah, but let me tell you, um, I'm really, like, I haven't, like, I didn't play organized football, like, he's been playing since he was six, but 
football, like I'm better. Like I used to be better in football than anything. So yeah, he got it from me. Where else he gonna get it from? Me? Uh, I mean, he can watch a lot of TV. <laughs> he, got, he, got it, he, he got it from me. All right, if you if you say so, I guess I have to take your word for it. I mean, like I said, I'm 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 here to hold you to the fire. So I want to ask you something. It's a serious question, but I need you to I need you to tell me you ain't gonna lie to me. Nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. True. All right. Why the street niggas ruin the internet, man? Yo, I, <laughs> you, you know why? a great question though you know why because in today's society there's not really an avenue for real avid street dudes so they trying to find a lane and when they look at the internet they see a bunch of corny dudes that wasn't even allowed to speak in their presence so they watching them propel to heights that they never made it to and that's causing them to step out of lay lane and, and into, into the internet and there, it, it's like you looking at it and you're like damn like you know, I would have never expected you to do that but it's like what else do they have to do right like are they gonna sit back and just allow people to that never had a voice to just sit back and uh speak on the things that they would normally speak on so it's a conundrum but that's what's going on but it is funny it is funny I you know I watch it all the time and it's like damn I'm I don't know whether promoted or just just look at it and laugh because I've seen a lot of funny situations and I'm like nah that's not you playboy put that mic down <laughs> <laughs> that's not true put that mic down what, what would you have to say to uh, watching literally watching the change from you couldn't say like I can't say when we were growing up because you you mm-hmm. you were out, you were off the porch way before I was, mm-hmm. but you've seen a change from all right. We can laugh and joke and it's all good and fu- it's all good or whatever have you, but let the wrong nigga say the wrong joke and you get punched in your face yeah. like instantly to now like oh I I I gotta make fun of you online and may never bro. see you, bro. Bro, that's bro, bro, bro. You know how wacky that is. You know how crazy that is. Like, imagine somebody who would never say a certain thing to you in no particular way, fashion or form. All right. Now they get on the internet. They hide behind a computer. Now they can say whatever they want to you. It's like I was actually seeing Nori talk about that. He was talking about that on a. Uh, he got like some interview with with ASAP and he was saying how like when he first got to Twitter, he thought that, you know, it was gonna be a space where everybody was feeling him, oh such and such. Then he was like when he signed Twitter, he was like, everybody was like, Shut up, you know, that's my D, you know, something, something. He's like, Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, you, and, and you feel that it's like, yo, man, like you, you can't really reach out and touch these people. But, you know, it's a two sided sword. Because if you're actually witty enough and articulate enough, you figure out the space that you're currently in, and you should be able to deal with it. See, I'm in Mars. I, I think, and that's where the disconnect may be. Um, certain people aren't witty enough. So, yeah. it, like, for instance, if I didn't know you, but you just 
you just found my page because I was connected to Mel or somebody else, right? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. you just see how I interact on social media. You can just be like, oh, well, I can say whatever I want this nigga because I don't know this nigga. Like, and if I did, he ain't going to do nothing. No way. You can have that notion never knowing me, and that may cause you to just say whatever you wanted to me without knowing me. Yeah, that's true, but but on my end of it, because I grew up a certain way, I would never do that, right? Like, I'm just, like, I look at everything as a situation as I have to be prepared for how it ends. Like, I can't look at you, like, one of my homeboys is, like, just like you, remind me of you, very quiet and unassuming. But if you cross that line, he gonna put you down under. So, coming from that space, I've learned to respect everybody. I treat everybody. I treat everybody with a certain amount of respect. You know what I mean? Like I don't just look at somebody and be like, oh, okay, such and such. Nah, like you know what I'm saying. I'm from an era where if you disrespect somebody, you have to be prepared to, you know, take everything that comes on from that, and that caused me to deal with it in a certain way. Unless you, you know, you know, you just an idiot and you just approach me a certain way, and then you know it is what it is. See, the thing is. A, a, a lot of people in today's age, I want to say the kids that were birthed in the 90s, didn't grow up in the 90s, but were like birthed in the 90, late mm-hmm, 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. A lot of those kids never been punched in the face. Yeah, see? See, that's a problem, though. Nah, that's a problem. Yeah, it is. Like, bro, like, you need to be punched in your face. Once or twice, just so you know how Once it feels. So you understand that you can't say certain things to people because you get punched in your face. Yeah. And what you do after you get punched in your face, that determines the type of person you are. You understand? Like, you can't go around just saying anything you want. And that'd be my problem with a lot of things I see on TV. Like, you know, there, there's, there's some people that, that go on TV every day. And because they can out-articulate somebody and they have the bigger microphone, they figure that they can say certain things to people that cross boundaries. They have nothing to do with sports. Yeah. You're talking about sports, but yeah. still, you you talking about my character. Now, if I see you in person, if I punch you in your face, I'm looked at as wrong. I'm a bad guy. You're violated. Yeah. I'm going to punch you in your face. Yeah, man. Uh, I told my wife this story the other day, actually. The, fir- the very first time I went paintballing, I had heard um, stories about how much it hurt. I heard stories about, you know, the, the bruises and stuff. So the very first game I went to, I was hiding in the woods. And I'm like, I'm giving myself an anxiety attack because I'm like, yo, I don't know what this is going to feel like, blah, 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 blah. Long story less long, to get over it, I shot myself because I'm like, yo, if I'm going, if I'm sitting here worried about how it's going to, like the pain is going to, uh, like before I even get hit, it's going to, I'm going to be here this whole time. I'm not going to have fun. So I shot myself, and in oh, me shooting yeah. myself, and <laughs> me trying to be introspective. Okay, 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 okay. And, and me oh, shooting. <laughs> 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 and me shooting myself, it made me say, "Oh, all right. Well, it hurts a little bit, but at least I'm not hiding out here now. I'll just go out there and have fun." Yeah. No, and, that's a fact. That's a fact. Sometimes you gotta you gotta feel things to understand. Okay. Just like a boxer, like right. So you going into um I was I was seeing something with um Javante Davis. And he was like, sometimes, you know, I like to get hit. He was like, because I need to know like 
what I'm walking into in the later rounds. Yeah. So if you if you hitting hard to the point where I'm like, nah, like this gonna have to be a defensive fight for me, then I know I'm not gonna really be slugging. But if you you if you hitting me and you you hit the chin or whatever, and I'm not feeling the way, then I know I I could walk you down. I could treat you a certain way that if you was hitting harder, then I wouldn't be able to treat you that way. Yeah. That's just how it is. All right, man. Well, I, I got you up here. Um, I usually just rapid fire with the guests. I normally don't have a, a docket of what to talk about, but you're a special person. So I figured we do things different. I appreciate that. I am special. Here we go. Here we go. No, no, I'm just, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, you, you said the word I did. I, I did, and I should have known better. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to talk to you about playoffs, man. Uh, I know, I know you're a LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we can start this conversation here. And I want you to be completely honest with me, like I told you in the beginning. Go. I'm a big. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna be completely honest, but you gotta be completely honest. I'm here. I'm here to be honest. Truth for truth. Let's go. I'm here. No, no, no. Truth for truth. Like real truth shit. I, 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 no hating. Let's go. Truth. All truth. All, All right, truth. Let's go. let's go. Do you feel Bron gave up at the end of the season to prohibit the Lakers from having a fighting chance? Um, I feel like he gave up at the end of the season, yeah. Uh, the reason why, I don't know. I figured that he gave up because he wanted to have a more productive seasons to end. And he knew that they wasn't going to be shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, like, everybody in it, everybody in their careers, bro, everybody makes decisions that's based on the longevity of their lifespan. Right. Whatever profession that they choose. There's no difference in sports. It, it, it only bugs my mind out when people think that there's a difference. And that's the difference between logic, illogical, and fandom. Like you gotta, you, you you have to make logical decisions. Once the second half of the season came, and he seen that, oh no, this nigga Russ is shooting a, shooting ten foot jump shots off the side of the rim. Backboard, <laughs> like this is not gonna work. <laughs> Nobody's made no changes. This is not gonna work. We're not gonna compete with these things. If that was LeBron and on, on on Cleveland or LeBron and Miami, when he when he knew that they was fighting for a chip, of course he would have played during the stretch. But why do that? I'm 19 years of my career. I'm averaging 38 and seven. I'm not gonna do that. Come on. I, I I wasn't expecting. I was thought you was gonna tap dance over that, but I'm glad you. No, are. I don't tap dance, man. I don't tap dance. I'm I'm glad you took your Gregory Hines shoes off, man. I, yeah, I appreciate yeah, that, I'm a, bro. LeBron has been so great in his career. That's why I be telling people, I really don't be chucking. I really give people the honest opinion on on how I feel. All right, I get back to I, I get back to the Lakers uh, later, yeah. but him saying that he miss he vows to never miss the playoffs again. And this is leading us into our playoff conversation, but him saying that he vows to never miss the playoffs again. Do you think that happens with them keeping cuz the talk is should they rebuild the Lakers rebuild and try to get um assets for LeBron or build around Westbrook? Do you think 
him saying I'll never miss the playoffs again happens with them keeping Westbrook or him bro, being moved to another team. Bro, that shit, bro, that sounds so asinine. It, it's I, trust me, it, it, I didn't make that up. Thing, bro, come on. No, no, I've seen it in the post, bro. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, bro. Like at a stage in your life. You have to just look at certain things from a perspective of logic versus sanity. Like, hey, come on, man. LeBron, Westbrook, you've seen the season that he had. You know Phil Jackson doesn't like LeBron, right? That doesn't surprise you know me. Why. But, no, but do you know why? No. All right, I'm going to tell you why. Phil Jackson, I don't know if he was a coach or whatever he was, but this is when LeBron was early on. And this is when LeBron was bringing in Maverick Carter and bringing in these people. You know that Phil Jackson said called his people's a group of thugs? The people that, that does business, like multi-million dollar business. Phil Jackson called Maverick Carter and the people that do business with LeBron thugs? That doesn't shock me. That doesn't shock me at all. But I said, I said since um, since retiring from coaching, all Phil Jackson has done is gone places and ruined their organizations. And just ruined shit and just ruined organizations. But 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 you see, and I don't want to. Well, I'm I, I never cared about being politically correct, but this is this is a main reason why it's hard to have a woman in charge of a whole lot of men because Jeannie Buss that she bringing Phil Jackson back. Why do you think that is, bro? That's her boyfriend. Exactly. Because he was giving her penis. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. So she's going, she's reverting back to what she knows. This man is 80 years old. This this woman is in her 40s, early. Like, come on, bro. Like, you bringing Phil Jackson back to do what? He was unsuccessful with the Knicks. He he, he fired Mike Woodson. Yeah. After, after Mike Woodson brought the Knicks relevancy, from the last time John Stark and Patrick Hill was there. Why would you bring that man back? And the first thing he say is, oh, I'll get rid of LeBron and bring back Westbrook and, and just keep Westbrook. It's the stupidest thing anybody... Is that, that is the stupidest thing anybody can say. So, you already know me. I'm for LeBron, bro. I don't care nothing about no Lakers. I don't care nothing about no Heat. I don't care nothing about no Cavs, bro. Like, wherever LeBron... LeBron could go to the Mississippi Mud Ducks. I'm going to go to Mississippi to watch LeBron. If he go to Golden they, State, am I am I gonna have to welcome you? If he go to Golden State, if they go if he go to Golden State, I'm a, I'm a group for Golden State because LeBron's on Golden State. Right. Like it, it just doesn't matter to me. Like like I, I'm 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 with people, bro. Let me tell you something. As adults and as men that take care of families, like you do, like this is one hundred right now. Mm-hmm. You have a wife. You have children. You take care of a family. I don't. I don't invest an ounce of my energy on people that I do not believe that I should invest my time on. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't watch dudes that I can see is not giving it all. I don't. I, I just don't give no money, no energy, no anything into things that I'm like, eh, is he really playing hard? This is why I rock with LeBron because from day one. Nobody can say that LeBron cheated the game. Nobody. This is 19, bro, this is 19 years into the league. He's a billionaire. 19 years in the league, and he's still putting up 30. Like, bro, I, I, I'm going to tell you one thing. 
it's very difficult to go to go so hard when you're sleeping on silk sheets. Oh boy, the sheets feel so good. Ooh, ooh, sheets feel so good. Right? That thread count is immeasurable. It's different. Imagine, imagine somebody that's been playing ball at the apex since 12 years old. Right? They going, they they playing, and they they looking around, and they still giving it all every night. That means that you really love the game, and that's good for people like us that like to spectate. Like, I, I, bro, I was telling my girl, I'm like, yo, this nigga James Harden is only 32 years old. Why he act like he playing like he 39? Fam, when Shannon Sharp said he's aging in dog years, uh, that thing touched my soul. Man. It touched my soul. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> it touched my soul. And we're here. Philadelphia, are they the biggest disappointment in the playoffs? Biggest disappointment. Um, it's hard. To, the only reason why I say that it's hard to say is due to the fact that Joel and B was injured. Like that's it. But to watch James Harden play basketball is the equivalent of me watching LeBron in 2011. I, I just couldn't figure out why he wasn't doing what he do. <laughs> James Harden this year. Like, keep it a buck. I'm going to tell you one thing. I went to Houston, right? Mm -hmm. And I was meeting with Lynn. That's the owner of um, Turkey Lake Hunt. I had a, a business proposal with him so I could bring some of my business out there. Mm -hmm. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm outside. I'm, you know, I'm doing everything that people would do in Houston. It's around playoff time, bro. I'm in the clubs, I'm in the strip clubs. I'm two o'clock in the morning. I'm seeing James Harden. You know that the next day, like Houston was scheduled to play an afternoon game at home. Yeah, that that's not uh, it's not foreign to me. I've heard yeah. too many stories from people that live yeah. in Houston that said, "Oh no, nah, he's a fixture at two o'clock yeah. in the morning, no matter where the spot is." Oh, no, James going to be out. Yeah, 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 yeah. He outside, outside. So it's like, <laughs> he's been showing us who he was when he was young then. So when you're young, your body reacts differently as opposed to what it's going to react now. James Harden, and some, if they give him the max. He's not getting a max deal, bro. Oh, he better not. He better not. He's not getting a max deal. He, his, I saw a meme that said his agent, uh, it was the picture of uh, Mitch from Payton Full with the cigarette in his hand. And it was like James Harden's agent watching him uh, go not put up one basket in the second half and looking for a max contract at the um, end of the season. Bro, how you don't shoot the ball once I'm second half and you... Bro, there was a time when we was, we was saying that he was a better offensive player than Kobe and Jordan. That was that was on that was on sports radio on TV every day. He's averaging thirty six one year. Bro, 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 bro. I saw I saw uh, YouTube 
game rewind of James Harden with 60 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists, bro. How long ago was that? I kid you not. That shit was in 2018. Scream yeah. at me. Yeah, that's crazy. Scream at me. That's crazy. 60 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists. Nobody's ever done that in the NBA. No, nobody, nobody puts off those type of triple doubles. Yeah, that's that's I, between them and Brooklyn. I would say uh, disappointments because a lot of people had yeah. Brooklyn coming out of the East and winning the whole thing before the season even started. Especially when it started with Kyrie, KD, and James. All the sports yeah. reporters, all the, all the uh, writers, everybody had Brooklyn as the team to beat. Kyrie unfortunately couldn't play because of his own uh, his own choices. Mm-hmm. He didn't play, so they they kind of were struggling to get everything together. He played away games, but it's not the same as having. And damn sure not the same because you got to play differently every game. Yeah. Like, it's, there's no continuity. There's no chemistry that way. You have to play differently. Like, he's in the game. It's different. Everybody, all the role players' uh, identities change due to the fact that he's not there. Yeah, because if, if I'm a third, if I'm a fourth option when he's not here, oh, I'm a fourth option when he's here, but when he's not here, I'm the third option. My, I, I play completely different. When I'm knowing, exactly. when I know I'm the third guy that they're gonna like James and Katie gonna be looking to, I'm the third guy. All right, cool. But if I'm the fourth option, I could sometimes slack off because I know, uh, well, yeah. Or you could play the lanes. You could look for cut through passes. You know, it's different. Like you're gonna score your points off of rebounds. You're gonna hustle points. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do different things. But let me ask you this question: Being that we on that we speaking about James Harden. Yeah. Do you believe that? James Harden did that purposely, a la Kobe did when it was in the playoffs against Phoenix, when Kobe purposely did not take any shots because he was going through some shit with Phil Jackson? Or do you believe that he just totally lost his mojo? Like, let's think back to when James Harden first got on the Nets. That wasn't that long ago, bro. Before he got injured with that hamstring, James Harden was leading. Everybody was like, yo, James Harden's going with MVP. This Harden got to the Nets, he was killing. That wasn't that long ago. So you mean to tell me from the time he got to the Nets and he was putting up 28, 10, and 9 and leading them to victories from then to now when he just decides not to shoot at all in the second half? You think that that's him losing his game or that's rather him just being James Harden and acting like a, you know, sis, you know, and just be like, yo, I'm going to prove a point, and I don't want Doc Rivers hit. Because they asked him, after the end, they asked him about Doc Rivers. He said, no comment. I think if if um, it wasn't a consistent thing for James since leaving OKC, where he'll be a phenomenal player in the regular season, and then we can see signs of tailoring off towards the playoffs or actually in the playoffs where he, like, just completely disappears. Um, I would say, oh, okay, maybe he's doing it to prove a point. But now it's a pattern. Um, right, cool, but let me, 
let me address that pattern. I don't mean to cut you off. No, I get it. But the pattern, but the pattern for somebody falling off is different from somebody not being active, right? Like if I if I go out there and I'm like John Stark, right, and that in that pivotal game against Houston during the OJ trial, and I'm missing everything, but I'm game. You could look in the you could look at the TV screen and see that I'm game. I'm 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 there. I'm with my teammates. I'm giving you my all. Versus James Harden passing the ball off to Tyrese Maxey, passing the ball off to uh, um, what's the guy Tobias Harris, and force feeding the ball to Joel Embiid, left hand when he's already double teamed down low, knowing that that man has torn ligaments in his shooting hand and a, a, a broken orbital bone in his face. Like, there's a difference between being active and involved you just not being in the game at all. So and then at the end of the game, you're going to say, I passed the ball, and then they, if they come back to me, dog, you're the point guard. You got the ball in your hand. Like you did in Houston. Stop it. I think, my, so my issue with James Harden, I think um, somewhere in Brooklyn, because like you said, in the beginning of the season, he looked like, oh, I just wanted to get out of Houston. I'm ready to go get it. Somewhere, I want to say before the, either before the injury or afterwards leading into the All-Star break, somewhere along the lines, he started to not taper off, but he started becoming the uh, the, the playmaker as, a, the, um, as opposed to, I'm going to go get it. He started trying to be the assist mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah. I don't know if it was a psychological thing where he felt like he had to facilitate more as opposed to, you know, just doing what he does. But somewhere somewhere along those lines between the injury and the All-Star game, like, there was definitely a, a, a change in mindset. All right, let me tell you this, right? There's a difference between being a facilitator on the Brooklyn Nets when you have two of the top 15 dynamic offensive weapons the NBA has ever seen with KD and Kyrie. Proven Kyrie hit the shot that one season the only NBA championship. He's a dog. You got KD. Before, you know, Boston showed that they could contain him with their defensive plan. He was unguardable. So James Harden could very easily step into that role and be a facilitator and then score when he, you know, get the leftovers. You cannot put that same role on Tyrese Maxey that you put on Kyrie Irving. They did not bring you into Philadelphia to play that same role. Tyrese Maxey had to be the third option, Mm -hmm. not the second. And when I watched Carter play, I seen him purposely deferring to Tyrese Maxey. I don't know why he did it. I would never be the type of person that say, oh, he did it because he was scared or he did it because of this. But I, I, I know what I saw. I know I seen him doing that. Why is that? Oh, so you're going to you, you gonna totally be uh, Eric Snow? <laughs> you're going to turn yourself into Eric Snow playing with the great Allen Iverson? 
know? Nah, bro. Nah. Uh-uh. 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 You so, ain't never been ever snow before. Why you ever snow now? So here's my thing. My my my. When that's why I say it's it's got to be a psychological thing with him, because in Houston, he didn't have to deal with a New York crowd or a Philly crowd, and I think that's it. it kind of got to him, because in Houston, you can do whatever you want, and they still going. You know, they going herald you as a great player because you're getting us to the playoffs, and CP comes here, and we're we're that close to getting to the um. Uh, the the finals like he didn't have to deal with all that. He could still go to the strip club and do whatever he want after a bad game. You don't have to hear that. In that's New York, they ain't gonna let you live that down. Yeah, that's a fact. But then when you leave New York, you go to Philly. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah, them dudes in Philly boo Santa Claus. So I, I do think it's psychological because when you came to New York, it was all good when you were doing what you were supposed to be doing. But the moment you started not acting out, but not being James Harden, the fans is on your ass. Pause. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something about James Harden that I noticed. James Harden is like that person in a relationship, whether it's man or, or female. I don't, you know, I don't want to, you know, differentiate between the yeah. sexes. But he's that person where will never take responsibility for their actions on shit going wrong. Oh, no. Never. Oh, no. Never. Never. Ever. Like, me being a top player on the team, I could never play with James Harden. I, I just couldn't. Because he would cause me to get into a fight with him. Like... But isn't that what happened in, um, in Brooklyn? They were saying Kyrie was telling him in practice? Was, yeah, Kyrie was dogging him like a dog. Saying, oh, you washed up. They're playing one-on-one, and Kyrie just dogging him. Dogging him. Oh, you washed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. My homeboy, Anthony, is a, um, he does sports radio. For, um, um, what was that, um, whatever that, that same, um, radio station, oh, 66 FAN, the fan. Online. He does sports radio here, and he, he's privy to the Nets, um, practices. And he called me one day and was like, yo, Kyrie beat him six times in a row. And he was like, James Harden was scoring like only two points out of 11. And James, you know, he was like, Kyrie was just killing him. Everybody on the side is like, oh my, like just shaking their head. And then Kyrie's telling him, you washed. You washed. Yeah. And then at the end, they got into like a little, you know what I'm saying? A little skirmish. But, bro, once again, I don't want to keep harping on this, but it's hard to go to work when you keep sleeping on them silk sheets. <laughs> when you know you got, when you know you got, before your career's over, bro. When you know you got eight hundred banks, eight hundred million banks. Yeah, it's a difference. That yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a difference because not everybody is MJ, Kobe, LeBron, Iverson, Curry. Not everybody's these people that just like to play ball, bro. Like, some people's gonna be like, yeah, 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 I like to play ball. But, um, yeah, okay, I made 800. Like, I don't give a damn about your championship. I could buy one. I think that's separate. that person, bro? I think, that person. I think that separates a lot of, uh, 
I'm going to have to use the generational thing, and I hate doing that, but that it, it separates the AIs who aren't seeing nearly as much money as James and Steph and these guys are making now, Yeah. but had a hunger for the game. Like, you can't tell AI that that 0-1 championship don't hurt no more. Yeah, he in the exactly. Hall of Fame. Yeah, he top yeah. NBA player, but you can't tell him if he could do it all again that if he can win a championship, he'll give up everything else. You can't tell me. Of course, because winners, bro, winners, like real winners, don't like to lose. At all. At all. You can't tell me anything about what money I got in the bank, bro. Like, if I'm playing, if I'm playing something against somebody, you're my, you, you going against me, you're my opponent? I want to win. I don't care about anything except for beating you. And when I'm beating you, I'm telling you about it. Like, I beat you. Like, you're not better than me. That's it. There was a... There, not, everybody, not everybody's like that. There was a story that went around about uh, MJ in the 90s. He was playing some team, and... First basket, he come down, he goes 50. Next basket, he come down, he goes 48. And they were like, what? did they ask the defender, what was he doing? It was like, he, yeah, was, he was counting down. <laughs> and that's just a great, yeah. that's just a, to me. Yeah. But that competitiveness, I didn't see that again until Kobe came. Like, yeah, bro, everybody's not like that, bro. Like, everybody's not like that. Like, for an example, look at Larry Bird. All right? Very underrated, bro. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp broke all of Larry Bird's records, right, in high school. Sean Kemp gets to the league. First game against Larry Bird. Larry Bird goes up to him. He was like, oh, you that dude that broke all my records? He said, oh, I got 40 for you tonight. <laughs> Do something about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do something about it, right? Because here's the thing, right? Remember years ago when when uh Fab and Ray J was going at it? Yeah. Right? So you remember Fab came on the radio and said and said, yo, let me tell y'all something about money, man. Money can never make the type of dudes you are. Like, right? There's there's dweebs that got money, and then there's dweebs that don't got money. But there's solid niggas that don't got no money. Yeah. Versus dweebs that got money. Yeah. So kick the money out of it. If you a dweeb. You're a dweeb. dweeb. Yeah. Period. Yeah. If you are who you are, and we both on the same level, when we meet each other, model we model, let's see what's up. Let's see what's up. If you nice at this, and I'm saying I'm nice at this, when we meet up, let's see who better. It has nothing to do with any extra, anything extra. Now, as a as a as a Braun fan, and we're gonna get back to the playoffs in a second. But as a Braun fan, do you think that's a slight to his, his personal uh, career? Is that he didn't have that? Nah, I don't want to play with you. I want to. I want to be the nigga on the other side that whoops your ass. You think that's a knock to him, or he just was doing what he had to do for business? That's a great question, man. I'm gonna break it down like this. I've been waiting to be asked this question. There was some trauma involved in that situation because 
regardless if it's me or you, right? Mm -hmm. All generations change, right? The AAU circuit has made it different for Braun and all these people coming after them. So when Braun was in Cleveland and he kept losing to a team that had three or four perennial Hall of Famers. Like, let's just, let's, let's use our words. Like, let's really divulge into common sense and knowledge with this right here. We said we gonna kick it 100, did we not? We said it. Alright, cool. So let's kick it 100. When Braun is scoring 45 points and averaging 38-9-9 in the series against Boston and losing, is he supposed to keep running up against a brick wall knowing that he's going to lose? Or, or is he going to say, okay, I spent seven years doing this. I tried to get people to come to Cleveland. I don't know who's ever been to Cleveland, but I've been to Cleveland a couple times. There's nothing to do in Cleveland besides the Browns, the Indians, the Cavaliers, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> now, I'm going to use your knowledge of Bushwick to tell you this. And if I'm lying, I'm flying. From Pilgrim Church to Broadway's J Train. Mm -hmm. That's what they downtown consists of, bro. Oh dang! Anything after that is nothing, bro. It's it, 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 it's nothing. For the listeners that's not familiar with Brooklyn, I say oh dang because you literally can walk from one location that he's talking about to the other, and it's not a crazy walk. That's literally it's nothing. It's a, it, you know, this would be it, it was a horrible mall. Uh, it, it, like when I tell you, there's really nothing to do. You cannot entice multi-millionaire young black men to go there. He tried. Now, we know how people categorize superstar athletes, right? Mm-hmm. They say, hey, how many chips did he win? Not all of the other accolades that he has accomplished throughout his career and his journey, they say, what, how many championships has he won? Now, to become the brand that a King James has to become to get a lifetime sponsorship with Nike? Bro, I'm sorry. You gotta start thinking championships. It's just a natural progression. They not coming to you like they did in LA with the Lakers. Right? Like they did with other teams. They didn't come to you. So I'm sorry. I fulfilled my seven years. I'm going to go someplace else. Now, if you're a historian and you only like things for, you know, a certain way, then anybody can use a knock on anybody for anything. Like, I've learned that. Anybody can say that. But there's certain things about LeBron that I would never allow people to say, bro. I would never allow somebody to say that LeBron was not a killer. I could, I could, I could get countless games. When he was a killer and killing because his natural basketball mind says, okay, let me get my teammates involved. Because he was more 
like Magic doesn't mean he wasn't killing. I mean, damn. When when Magic was played that game without Kareem, did he not kill and, and win the NBA championship? That doesn't mean he wasn't a killer. That means that when he had to step up and score those points, he did that. And they won a chip. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. Ha- I'm gonna let you have your LeBron fest. We're gonna. Have, we're gonna. Have, we're gonna come back. I'm gonna have you back up here to have that. That LeBron. No, no, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come. Let you come back up here to have that LeBron talk. Cause me and you going. Bro, I'm a, let me tell you something, bro. I'm a connoisseur of greatness. <laughs> I don't give a damn who it is. It could be. I, I'm a Jets fan. If we're gonna, we gonna talk about Tom Brady, I'm gonna tell you the same thing, bro. Like, I'm a LeBron fan, and I I fuck with Curry. Like, y'all probably don't know it because I just be joshing back and forth with y'all about that shit. But, I, but so, man, Curry is amazing. Like, I know, bro, I, I'm a connoisseur of greatness, and that's just what it is. Who you think comes out of the, um, Boston, Milwaukee, who you think comes out? And Boston. Then, you got Boston. 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 I'm scared. I'm scared of both of those game seven games tomorrow because I don't know which way either one of them bro, can go. Bro, Jason Tatum is stepping into his own right now. Be prepared. It's nothing like a game six on the road where you playing for your bro. I seen LeBron do that against Boston. The year when they first won a chip, they was down. They went into that game six. He put up 45 and 15. Jason Tatum put up 46 yesterday. There becomes a time when you got to become who you think that you are. Jason Tatum did that yesterday. They can't. They couldn't do nothing with him. You think that carries over to the home game? Yes. Well, yeah, they're going to be in the Boston, Boston Garden. Win. Boston yeah. going to win. Boston going to win. Milwaukee, and, and, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something about that. Giannis next year is going to have to do something to push him back until that. If he wants to make legendary stratosphere, it's not going to bowl well with him that, bowl well for him rather, that Jason Tatum beat him, outdoed him on his court. Mm-hmm. It, 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 like if we talking, if we talking the, 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 the the Mount Rushmore's with the add-ons. If we talking the stratosphere of great players, when you at, I'm sorry, when you at home, I take it for granted they don't have Chris Middleton, but they they won the last game with Chris Middleton. It was up three two, right? So when you when you when you get down to the nitty gritty, when you when you playing for the higher echelon of who you claim to be in this game or who you want to be in terms of Folklore, history, and magnitude. Jason Tatum snatched that from him. Jason Tatum is twenty-four years old. Yeah, I, I, somebody said uh, you could see the uh, school of Mamba starting to show itself yeah. in Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah. And if, and if, and here's the thing about Jason Tatum. If J- I'm looking at Jason Tatum saying, "Boy." If he stay focused and want to win in basketball, if he wants to be an all-time great, who's stopping him? Who's stopping him? He's a dog. 
he got that mamba in him. Who's stopping him? Because he's he pulling up in, in, in Giannis's face with threes. He going to the hole getting and ones. He's playing defense now, too. He's facilitating. He's doing everything. There was once a time when I thought that Jalen Brown was better than him. He came out. He said, nah, this is my team. Who do you think matches up better with Miami? Because I think Miami's playing like dogs this year. Like, not they don't care who it is. They don't got no respect of, uh, oh, well, this team got this superstar. They're playing like a group of dogs. Who do you think matches up better with Miami? I'm going to tell you one thing. Uh, if, Boston, if Boston wins, Boston going to the finals, bro. Okay. They're they not going to – yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Jason Tatum is like, like, like. Jason Tatum right now is smelling himself, bro. Like he's, he's, he was three years. What was it? Three or four years ago, he was a rookie dunking on LeBron. Mm-hmm. Right. So even it, it doesn't matter his age. He was in his. He was playing. He's been seasoned. He's been in the playoffs, bro. Like he's he's seen what it takes. He's feeling like right now was my time. Like, they don't have no answers for him on Miami. He's 6'9", with a handle, pulling up a three. He, he, and that game six showed me what I needed to see because I'm like, oh, I thought Milwaukee was going to go in there and run away with it. He put up 46. He said, nah, not right now. Are you, right ne- now. Are you nervous for Phoenix? No, nah, I'm not nervous to Phoenix, but I'm but I I thought Phoenix would I thought Phoenix would get rid of them and then go to uh Golden State or, or play against Golden State and be and be Golden State convincingly. Now I don't know. Because Chris Paul looking like uh what's his alter ego? Cliff? He's looking like Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you never know when they're gonna lose it, when they get a certain age. You looking like Cliff right now. Yeah, man. Uh, a lot of teams didn't have Dallas going to seven games. Didn't have the series going seven games. Yeah, I didn't. But the fact I that didn't. you giving Luca, because that nigga's a baller. Yeah, Luca's a like Luca's a different dude, and then they fucking around and let Luca be in the United States too long. So like now he got that that energy with him. Man. Yeah, he got he got a swagger to him that he didn't yeah, have before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that dude. So, yeah. in the game seven, when we know Luca has been playing with, with professionals since he's been 16. Yeah. So, he's not going to care that y'all playing the Phoenix. If, if, if they could get that big head dude, Brunson, if Brunson could score anywhere between 17 and 20, and Dinwiddie could give him anywhere between 15 and, you know, they're going to win. Because Luca, man... Luca gonna be balling. Luca gonna be balling. Nigga right? averages. He's averaged thirty in every playoff game that he's been in, not counting yeah. just this. Yeah, let me let me tell you the funny thing about that because there was a time when when I said Luca was like James Harden in the playoffs. They're gonna he gonna get you a whole bunch of numbers, but they're gonna stop short of glory every year. He's so much of a ball dominant player. That I'm like, okay. And we've seen this in the series. When we see Luca get 20, 20, 25 to 28, 
the other players step up, that's always the best recipe for winning. When he's scoring 40 something and this, they're not going to win that way, bro. Because the other players are not going to be engaged enough when it really counts to make these crucial plays because they've been kind of uh, isolated. They, they've been, you know, like a misnomer at the end of the game. So it's like they, they, not, they haven't been enough in the game plan to where they could just turn it on and game, you know what I'm saying, money time. You speak about turning on. Um, that's one of my issues with Golden State, and I said this about them since. Oh, yo, you get on my nerves with Golden State, bro, on your Facebook. Hey, oh, my hey, God. It's, it's all right. Okay. It's and I'm gonna tell you something about Facebook. Facebook is not Twitter. <laughs> yo, you know what's crazy? When I was when I be posting, I'd be like, yo, I really should be using Twitter for this. I, I, every time I be like, yo, I should be using Twitter for this, but I'm here now. At least I know that your heart is, you know what I'm saying, invested. I don't know where you came from with this Golden State. I know you wasn't playing, you wasn't with Golden State with, uh, you know, Billy Owens and them dudes. But, okay, whatever. Steph could make somebody, you know, a Golden State fan. And, I, and you know, I get it. First off, I did you not see my uh, my uh, memory posted from Facebook today when we got Steve Kerr as a coach in 2014. Yeah, that that's not. I'm I'm not one of the. Hey, they. I came along when they won a championship. Like I I've been telling people, I like Steph playing Davidson. I watched him during the championship. And I'm like, yo, this little nigga. And every analyst was like, oh nah, he's not gonna make it in the league. He's too he's too short. He's too frail. Blah 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 blah. He's too light skinned. <laughs> Yeah, hey man, my 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 kid, my son needs some heroes, man. I ain't gonna hold you. You like stuff because he light skin, you know, and you light skin. I get it. Yeah, you got the same shape head, no homo. Listen, my son needs some heroes, man. He the same color nah, stuff. So what are you I gonna do? It. That's why I like Big Daddy Kane. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. We claim to whoever we claim to. But I nah, I, I think um. The the problem with them is they play with their food way too much. As opposed to putting teams like when they was the buzzsaw running through the league, they would let teams come back and get a little lead, and then they feel like, all right, let's turn the switch on. It's third quarter. Let's just let's let's show them who we are and shoot them out the gym. You can't do that every series and expect if they play the way they played against Memphis against whoever they play next. Yeah, they ain't making it to the finals. I especially get Phoenix, but let me tell you why, bro. Like, you're super intelligent enough to know that psychology cannot be accounted for, bro. It's like, if I, if I, it, bro, like, I'm not even saying this to be funny, right? But if I've been, I've been winning in my life for a certain amount of years, right? Yeah. So, this, there's a certain amount of confidence that's very short of cockiness that comes from me doing this over and it's hard for me to hunt with spears when food has been been brought to my table for the last five years you cannot this is why we got Nuke Rocky speeches and this is why coaches do all these certain things after their team have won a certain amount of years, bro, it's, it's, 
the edge is different. Mm-hmm. It's just different, bro. Like, oh yeah, I've done this, and, and I'm looking at you like, okay, cool. Like, you cute, but you're not on my level yet, bro. Like, so this is why you see it takes a game six for certain teams to win. It takes a game seven because I have to feel like my back is against the wall for me to show you. I have to feel like I'm gonna lose and go home for you to see what I can actually bring because this is nothing new for me. You understand? This this is nothing new. This is new for you. So this is why you gonna play with a certain edge. But I've been here every year. Bro, I've been here. I'm gonna go back to LeBron, bro, because this is, this is, this is my goal. Here we go. Bro, you know what it's like to go to the finals eight years in a row, bro? Well, I, I know what it's like to go five. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. <laughs> now add that. Now add four more years to that. Five, for three more years to that, bro. Like, I, I, it, it's it's totally different, right? You chasing me when I'm in the league is totally different from me being in first place every year, bro. I don't have that same hunger. Yo, I said, yo, bro. Let me tell you what I told my kids. You seen where I grew up at. You seen the neighborhood I grew up in, like you was around. Mm-hmm. I told my kids, I said, yo, I wish I could starve y'all. <laughs> right? I, I wish I could starve y'all for a certain period of time so y'all could see what it's like to have a certain hunger that y'all would never understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's just different. It's just different. Yeah. So... When you see Golden State and you see Curry, bro, they've been, bro, the, the reason why you can't convince them of otherwise, because they've been playing and they've been in these situations before, bro. They was down 3-1 to OKC. And they, this is when, before they even got to who they are. So you can say whatever you want to them. They know in the back of their mind, I done seen it all, I done did it all. Oh, you a whole fan. Yeah, I see you. You a whole fan, like I am. What Hope said? He's a whole bar for everything. Hope said, I done seen it all, I done it all. That's why none of these dumb dumbs could done it all. The summer's hours. The winners do. (laughs) Top down in the summer, that's what winners do. Like, it's a different level of confidence. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're going to do that, okay. But now, I'm going to rebut that. I'm going to say, okay, oh, yeah, I see what you're doing over there. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, 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 I won that game. But let's see you win two games in a row. Can you do that? Can you prove to me that you are, and and, and I'm going to use your Facebook posts. And you proved to me that you're more than just fancy cute dances. Listen. When it counts. Listen. That's I, the thing. Can you do that? Yo. I don't know. I, I saved that video on purpose because I'm like, yeah, that was cute. You did that all over the wolves, but you struggled with the wolves. You you, you didn't convincingly beat the wolves. You struggled yeah. with the wolves. Yeah. There's always two ways to look at it. Like... That boy's part of that Memphis thing, you know. He's with uh, those 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 Memphis rappers, and he's talented. But there's also a reason why 
uh, Memphis seems to play better as a collective. When he's not there? When he's not there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, these are certain things that you got to look at as a franchise, but... You know, Josh, that dude. Nah, you you give Ja the summer to like work on like work on some other stuff with his oh, overall always. game. Always. Yeah. Ja doesn't need. It. See, see, this is the thing, man. Golden State showed you this years ago. You don't need unless you're LeBron James. You're not gonna win being ball down. Nope. Like LeBron James wins championships being ball down. Little guards. Could never win championships being ball down. Dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Nah, you gotta pass the ball around. You gotta swing it around. You gotta get shooting on the perimeter because this is the three point game. But that's what's the, and that's what um the first three quarters of the Golden State game, that's exactly what's happening. You had Jordan Poole trying to uh and one and dribble all over the place, and it's like, yeah. bro, that's not that, <laughs> yeah, that it's not, it's not, it's not. But you know, Jordan Poole is just saying who Jordan Poole is. Yeah, figure that out in the offseason, nigga. Don't do not do that. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, but then again, we got to, you, you know what we do? You know what we don't do as fans? And I'm not, I'm not talking about these birds out there that just, these weirdos that just say the most stupidest shit and, and, and just have no big off and anything that makes any sense. Those of us that have brains and have common sense, you know what we don't do? We don't take into account that like what these with these players like Jordan Poole uh Jose Alvarado we don't take into account what they've gone through to get where they are bro and and, and their mental aspect right like Jordan Poole I, I've watched a friend say yo this kid is nice where he come from Jilly he was in a G League. Exactly. Yeah. So, is he thinking about, right, winning the championship? Or is he thinking about getting his first big contract? What would you be thinking about? Nah, he thinking about the first big contract. Because you don't know when you're getting this opportunity again. Exactly. Now, let me ask you. Like, what would you be thinking about? To be honest with you? Yes. Me. Yes, you. you. Me. You. I'll be I'll be thinking about <laughs> I'll be thinking about the championship because the money's gonna come if I'm doing what I have to do. Gotcha. Me, I'm thinking about me, I'm thinking about busting ass. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about busting yeah. ass. Because I, I I'm thinking about if well, if if Golden State doesn't have me in their plans, yeah, and I'm sparking the scene whether I'm starting or I'm coming off the bench. Somebody else is gonna give me a lift. Yeah. And I and, and I need to solidify who I am to play. Once I solidify my money, then I can talk about championships because whether or not I'm a champion, NBA standing, not only that I'm a championship with, with my family in regards to my, you know, taking care of my children, setting up uh generational wealth. I'm and in Jordan Poole's instance, I'm gonna think about making a name for myself. So I could get a guaranteed contract. So I could set me, my wife, my family straight. Anything after that, because I'm gonna look at basketball as a business, bro. Like I do anything else. After that, once I have that relief off of me, 
Now let's play pool. But you're, you're in a position where you're allotted to worry about the championship now because of the team you're on. If you were in a different market with a different team, I understand that desire is a little bit more like the, the, the fire is a little bit more lit in a different market. You're in a place where we've won already. We, we, we're, we've, we've been in this position numerous times. You don't got to worry yeah, about but, that here. Yeah, but without me. I'm an addition. And Clay is yeah. I've been more solid yeah. than Clay. Yeah. So, anything that has business associated with it, I always got to take care of my business first. So, I would make sure that, you know, like, not to the detriment of the team. I'm not going to wild out do no dumb shit. But I'm just saying. I'm going to make sure that I'm doing what I got to do so that Jordan Poole is being looked at outside of just a G League edition. Yeah. That's just me. All right, well, I'm not going to say we'll see what happens, but uh, we got two more games. By the time you guys get this, we'll have uh, the Western and Eastern Conference Finals set up by the time you guys hear this. And lastly, before I cut you out here, I promise you we was going to talk music. Um, oh, 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 let's go. I'm only going to ask you this question because I'm, I want to see where this goes. Out of the three, Kendrick, Cole, Drake, where do you have them and whose album do you have one, two, three, just this year? That's a great question. Um, now, we're speaking on my preference, or are we speaking about in terms of the masses? You, your preference. Me, what okay. the, What is your Perfect. preference for the three? And then what's Perfect. the ranking for the three albums this year? All right, perfect. Um, Cole, one. Uh, Drake, two. Kendrick, three. Okay. Um... J. Cole is a master lyricist to me. Not only a master lyricist, but he's a master songwriter that keeps my ears in tune for the second listen, the third listen, and the fourth listen. Mm -hmm. Drake, I've been playing this Drake and Future song for three days straight, nonstop. So it's Certain Drake songs I listen to nonstop as well. However, if I'm not thinking about my girl or some shit that happened that was emotional, I'm not playing that in my cars. I got you. Okay. Okay. Kendrick. Damn, I think I didn't give my girl too many plugs, but let's just but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in a. I've been in a relationship, you know, and she, you know. Listen, it, 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 somebody. It doesn't get applauded enough. It doesn't get yeah, applauded enough. Yeah, because you know me, bro. You you know me. You've been around me. You know I. You know, but to to have somebody that you can bounce these all sort of conversation off of, and when that and when that Kendrick should drop the other day, I was amazed. I was like, this is this right here. Like, I went to a Basquiat uh, ex uh, um, exhibition 
like last month and I was just amazed by his by, by everything he did. And I can liken that to that Kendrick song the other day. It was art in its finest to me. I listened to it over and over, I listened to it over and over, and then his album dropped and the first song he kept the first song on his album, his voice pitches throws me off, bro. Mm. <laughs> it, 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 it creates a, a, a annoyance in my brain that I wonder why he does that and it makes me not want to continuously listen you know what I mean it's like remember that you remember that uh, what was that uh, show they said come on Brand Dresser the nanny the nanny the nanny oh god that reminds his that reminds me of that, and then it's like it doesn't make me want to. It, in, in other words, it doesn't have high replay value. Okay. Now, you know, music is subjective, right? Like, I heard somebody call I, it to, to. I heard somebody today call it an instant classic, and I'm like, let's slow down. Yeah, yeah. You see, you know what that should be about. That'd be about people just rushing to give their opinion online about something. Like it, it, it's a, like like nobody takes their time to sit with music, a body of work, and let it curate. Nobody does that. Like your opinion doesn't have to be the first opinion online. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It's like how can you tell me that something? You, you you could listen to something that says it's an instant classic. Like you don't even hear all the music, all the instruments, all the uh, the playback, the the choruses, the entendres, the metaphor. You don't, you can't hear that with, with one listen to. How's it an instant classic? I, I said in response to that, I'm like, I'm not saying that it can't be a classic, but it's literally only been out for 24 hours. Yeah. And, and and he's too intricate for in, for his work to be an instant classic. And, and Patrick, you my boy, but I just had to let that be out there. You called it instant, and it's not really. It has the potential to be, but it's yeah, been out twenty four hours. Let you, Patrick, let me tell you something, Patrick. Kendrick's work can never be an instant uh, instant classic. You could call that song an instant classic because we've heard that song, we listened to it over and over, and it's amazing. But the body of work, a double disc at that? Nah, no. Am I supposed to think that that Kendrick album is, that that that, that Kendrick double disc is better than Biggie's double disc? I can listen to Biggie double disc from, from first song to the last. Now, I, no I, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. People will say because we're from Brooklyn, we have a bias against the two MCs from Brooklyn. Bro, I really don't. I really don't like I'm uh, like I love West Coast I love I, like I've been listening to uh, UJK um, UJK since the first time I went to Texas bro like I don't hold I got a I got a bias with hold but not with big like I if, you, if somebody want to tell me that I got a bias with hold okay cool yeah I, I, I tell people all the time my whole bias always shows so uh, that, like, that I, I put I that out I lead with that I have a whole bias but I am I am a connoisseur of dope shit. So I, it, at the end of the day, if you're going to tell me that 
Dom Kennedy, Don Kennedy put on a better album than Nipsey. I'm gonna listen to both of them, and I'm gonna really rate the shit based upon what shit is dope. Of. Yeah, yeah. Not, not because these dudes don't—they they don't love me. Why am I? They're not my kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's give it a bill. They—they not my kids. Like, I'm not gonna pick somebody just because I like them more. But mm, I'm just telling you. Right. You can't call that shit an instant classic. It's like, not really. Yeah, we we, we got to sit with it some more. But I want to do. I do want to say this to you, and I'm glad this is being recorded because uh, it's not too many times we give people flowers. So I'm going to do that right now to see where you've come from, what you've grown into, the father figure you are, um, the businessman that you are. And how you you carry yourself um, in moments of of dark times, moments of, of of sunshine. I want to applaud you for where you are in 2022, the space you're in as a man. And like I like just now, you were saying uh, you you were giving shout outs to your girl. That type of stuff doesn't get appreciated often because we grew up in. Oh well, you gotta kind of hide your your chick, or you don't even necessarily address them uh, as your 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 chick. But to see, yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, <laughs> the I never se- thought, bro. I never thought I'd be, you know, having a conversation about sports and music and bring up my girl. But you know, but that, she but, deserve it. But that that's dope, and that's why I'm giving nah. you flowers about that because to see the maturity from you, and that's from somebody who looked up to you growing up. And I appreciate that. Why, yeah, I, I, I gotta just make it known that I'm I'm a fan of just where you are and what her. you're doing. And keep on, please, by all means, don't get sidetracked by nothing. Your kids are fantastic. You're doing a great job with them, with cheerleading, well. football, um, and whatever else. I feel like you putting them, uh, you setting them, setting them up to win in whatever they put their minds to. And I just want to applaud you for that. Um, Give you those flowers, but also one thing I do before I end every show. <laughs> what up? What up? What up? One thing I do before I end every show, I ask a guest to give me a show or movie suggestion for the people that's listening uh, mm. to watch. Mm. Does it have to be modern, or does it, or does it have to be? It could be anyone. Whatever you choose. Alright, cool. So. uh Favorite favorite movie of all time? Uh, a movie that I've uh, certain people look at it, they'd be like, "What? What? Like that's your movie?" Um, uh, The Bridges of Madison County. Okay. Uh, amazing movie. Amazing movie. Deal with a lot of real life emotions. You know, everybody. Can feel the emotions of those two uh, star characters in that movie because everybody has been in a relationship by that time, and everybody has had to make decisions. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. But that movie right there—if you watch that movie by yourself without no interruptions—and you tell me that you didn't come away with something that—that that means you a psychopath, like you Ted Bundy. <laughs> I would have never expected that, but the Bridges of yeah, Madison County. Okay, the Bridges of Madison County, like. That movie there, uh, my favorite, um, 
like uh, I guess it's called sitcom without a doubt is uh, Kirby Enthusiasm it's just it's retardedly funny retardedly funny Larry David same uh, the co-creator Seinfeld amazingly funny yeah, well, you, um, you, you, and this is why I can't say you can't judge a book by its cover, but I would have... Exactly, you see? You see, you would never, you see? You see? And this is why I rock with you, bro, because I, what you just said, this is why you can't judge a book by their cover. And, and this is everybody going into looking at me. Like, if somebody look at me on social media and then speak to me, it's totally different because they, they will, they'll say, oh, he all men's society. No, bro. <laughs> No boy. <laughs> no boy. Uh, uh, so we gonna go with we gonna go with um, the Bridges of Madison County for like a movie. You're trying to get in, in 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 touch with with who you are as a person and what somebody means to you as a loved one. Um, you watch that movie because especially in times of today, we don't really need uh a whole bunch of things that's moving us away from the creator. We need things that simplify it to us, right? Yeah. Like uh, yeah. man and woman, husband and wife. Yeah. Like, we need things that bring us closer to the family. And the keynotes to that movie, oh, man. All right. All right. I, I'm going to give my movie, and that's only because it's current, and I'm a, a Marvel Universe guy, but uh, Doctor Strange, if you haven't seen Nerd. it. Yeah, Nerd. whatever, whatever. Uh, Nerd. I, I, just, I just want you to know, this ain't going to be the last time that you come no, up no, here. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. You see me. Yo, you asked me to come on here mad time, bro. I was like, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Now, let me tell you something. I had tremendous fun, bro. We got to get, bro. We got to, I got studios, bro. I have, you already know me. So, like, I got places where we can link up, whether you want to do it in New York or New Jersey. I got places where we could link up. I got cameramen. Like we could do this. Like let's 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 do this. I had an amazing time, bro. See, and that's and that's this. all I wanted. That's all I wanted to hear because that's a fact, bro. I, I didn't want let's you to feel like I was going to waste your time. So I appreciate nah, you saying you that. Waste, you didn't waste my time at all. Amazing time, bro. You see me? Like I like to come prepared, so that's why I asked you ahead of time. I was like, yo, bro. Like, what's the topics? Or this and that? Because I like I'm very very thorough, bro, in my everyday life. And my businesses, I'm very thorough. So I don't want to come on here and be, you know, like a, a duh, a duh. But then I, you know, I should have known I wasn't going to do that because I'm me. But at the end of the day. But I also, you know, I also would never put you in a position there. where uh, it would be a topic that was like you needed homework for. Like I can have the whole premise of this show and it being entitled whatever face is I can have conversations with anybody that comes up here, no matter what the conversation is. I can steer a conversation about music, politics, sports, businesses, uh, entrepreneurship, like whatever it is. I can have that conversation with a man, a woman, uh, black, white, Chinese. It don't matter what you look like. The premise is I can have that conversation with anybody. What a cool That's talk, love, bro. So much, so much love and, 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 and admiration. And I'm going to tell you. I, I, I didn't know that you was going to be so quick with it. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. <laughs> so quick with it. Like, you Come right, on. Like, like, you on there, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, anytime, like, you, you hit me up and you want to do this again, you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, let the audience see us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could get, you know, 
Nah, we, we, def we definitely gonna do video next time. I promise yeah, you that. bro, whatever you wanna do, bro, like, just tell me, bro. You already know I've never been about no BS. Like, we could sit down and we could, we could do whatever. Oh, no, nah, like, we, we gonna talk yeah. offline. I promise you, all we right. gonna talk offline. But right. uh, those that's listening, as I say all the time, get your excuses ready. The weekend's here. You gonna wanna call out on Monday if you don't work for yourself. All right. Yo, and let me tell you, but, but, but let me tell these people something that's listening. LeBron is the great. Here we go. Thank you for coming up, uh, Airborne Barnes. <laughs> Thank you for coming up. Uh, I appreciate you. And I'll. Anytime, bro. Link me. All right. One. Love.